We got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping the culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come closer I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry, but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info, but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right. The guys. Yeah, the guys are are here in the building. Yeah, we're back in town, man. Yeah. The boys. <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What's the day? Today's the, the third, fourth? Fourth, yeah. Fourth, fourth of January, man. Yeah. 2017. 2017. Yeah, man. We made it. Yeah. Made it a year. Yeah. So, uh, first thing first, thank everybody. Yeah, for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, getting yeah. them numbers right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allowing us to do them numbers. Right. right. Put them numbers on the board yeah. every week. And, uh, you know, as we continue to grow, you know, we've been getting some mentions. You know, the first year we got. You know, we got a, a, a cover. Yeah. You know, we got a top 10, top five top list. Top five list. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, for the first year, pretty, pretty, pretty good. You know, I mean, we obviously want to be the largest podcast right. in the nation. We're right? already the most infamous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to add <laughs> titles to that. You know, we want to be the most popular. Right. You know, the most lucrative. Right, right. You right. know, we need that bag. Yeah, in the bag is nice. The bag would be nice. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people. You know, when you start getting this many episodes in your belt, it seems like you start getting momentum. Right. And people are like, oh, shit, I ain't listened a couple weeks. Let me hop back in. Or mm-hmm. I ain't listening at all. Let me let me hop on in. So so this week we're going to talk about we're going to do the best of the best of the best of the most infamous. Right. 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 The MV fucking P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's some funny moments on here, man. Oh, some awesome this, this year. Man. Some awesome and, uh, moments. Oh, this is 50 hours worth of shit. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah, I went through yeah. quite a bit of it, you yeah. know, uh, to, to find like the, the funniest and, and the most like the dopest moments. So, uh, you know, we're just going to do that this week, man. And we're just going to just have a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> I got some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. There's some funny ass shit on there, man. Yeah, yeah man. It's funny stuff. So it's and then you know uh, in between we just gonna talk about you know our, our goals and, and what we want to do in 2017. It's a new year. I'm a I'm not a super super duper like New Year's resolutions guy. All oh, right, but I do believe in setting goals. Oh yeah, I, I got plans. Yeah, plans. Maybe that's it. <laughs> New Year's plans. Yeah, plans. I got plans. Yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about planning, what we would like to do this year on ourselves, and, and uh, just have a discussion about that, man. And uh, we'll be right back with the best of Super Duty Tough Work. Word, bam. Sat my shit on the porch this morning, and I was like, ah. 
<laughs> relaxing, yeah, throwing some music. Yeah, I was chilling. <laughs> like, let me listen to Jawar's record. Let me go run around with the camera. I did that. I just chilled, man. It's been, you know, it's been chill, man. I've been, you know, it's hot. Yes. Crazy hot. I had yeah. a crazy hood story the other day, man. <laughs> what happened? Oh, right. I'm tell you this hood story. <laughs> oh, this is a classic. So it's like, for some reason, this weekend, since it got real hot, I can't mm. sleep late. Mm-hmm. By late, I mean like nine o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like not like yeah, the, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm sleeping till noon. Right. So I can't sleep that late. So like I think it was Saturday. You know, I, I woke up at like five thirty a.m. Saturday, mm-hmm. and I just was like, "Damn, I should go back to sleep," but then I couldn't. So I just worked for like all fucking day to like seven eight at night. And then around 10, 11, I'm just going to go to sleep again. Went to sleep 11, which is unheard of for me. Right. Woke up at like 6. I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to go, you know, do some work again. Mm-hmm. You know, get up and get active. So I get on my bike. It's like 730 and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all nice out. It's all quiet in the hood and serene and shit. So I bike down the street. And uh, I get about four houses down. And I just hear, hey, hey. <laughs> Come here, man. Come here. Directed at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I was, just, you know, it's 7.30 in the fucking morning. Right, right. I look, and I see this, I look, and this dude's just running at me like, yo, come here, man. Come here. And he was butt-ass naked. <laughs> butt-ass naked. Oh, man. Okay. All and he right. was like, get him off me. Get him off me. Was he by himself? <laughs> I didn't see nobody. Man. <laughs> you ain't see I nobody didn't see on him? anybody. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, uh, I'm confused. Now. <laughs> it's 7:30 a.m. This 50 year old naked dude is running at me, and I'm just thinking, I'm just confused. So I look at him and I say, Hey, man, put on some motherfucking clothes <laughs> because I can't think straight because you know his dick is just wagging around. It's all little and shit. I want to be like, man, this little ass dick. Put something on. Put some drawers on. You know. He's like, he's like, look, he in here. Help me get him. You know, get, call the police. And I'm like, on who? You know. He's like, yeah, well, get him, get him, get him off of me. And so I, I start looking in the door, and I don't see nobody in there. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. man, he probably got a dead body in there, man. There's <laughs> something crazy. Yeah, I'm not about to go in the scene of a crime. Nah, uh-uh. So I'm on my bike, and I'm just at the sidewalk. I'm not going near his, in his yard, grass uh, yeah. or door. And I'm just confused, you know. So then, while he's sitting there riffing, talking, come here, man, come on. I'll show you, man, I'll show you. This chick just walks out. She pushes past him in the door. Just walks out. Uh-huh. I'm even more confused. I'm like, fuck. She just walked out. She just walked out. He's like, call the police, man. Call the police. You know, he's running back in, running back out, naked, butt ass naked. You know, but he's he's like grabbing his ass and shit. Like, (laughs) he's grabbing his ass. Like, something's wrong with his booty. That grabbing his butt cheeks. And I'm like, oh. Just really disoriented, trying to <laughs> gather my wits and think, what, what should I do? What? Right. How do I handle this? Like, so I see this girl. I'm like, well, do you need help? You know, I asked the girl, like, do you need help? Is everything okay? Uh-huh. You know, because I'm thinking, butt ass naked dude running around, dick uh-huh. hanging out. Girl walks out of his house. He talking about caught the cops. Something crazy is going yeah, something on happened here. It. But she's just like nonchalant, like, oh, I'm good. He's just crazy. <laughs> then she proceeds to just walk down the street. Like it wasn't shit. Okay. So, cause I was like following her in the back. I was like, "Are you good? You you okay, Miss?" She was like, "Oh, I'm 
good and shit. He just crazy. And she just dipped into never be seen again, right? So I'm confused. So I'm just like, all right, well, the girl is gone. Uh-huh. I'm not going in this dude's house. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Right. It's literally no one else out mm-hmm. at all. It's nothing but this dude running back and forth trying to convince me to come in his house and get somebody off of him that doesn't exist. <laughs> I just dip. I was like, man, I'm out of here, man. Fuck this. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, it was like a stalemate of just me saying, look, um, him being, come in here, help me out. Me saying, put some motherfucking clothes on. <laughs> put some clothes on. What the fuck? Help me out. Get him off me. Put some clothes, clothes on. on. Will you put some fucking clothes on? Like, so it was just weird. It was a stand. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Mm. I dip. I go down the street. I said, you know, get back on my bike. And so I get down my street. I look back. I see him run over to his neighbor's house, uh-huh. who is my dude Tyrone. Uh-huh. So my dude Tyrone lived next door to him. He's like one of my contractor dudes, and you know he be fixing houses up. And Tyrone is like 60, 65 years old, older okay. cat, OG on the street. Yeah. I always hang out with Tyrone. That's my dude. Uh-huh. I see naked dude run up to his door. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, like knocking like police or some shit. And it's seven thirty in the morning. Seven thirty, bro. It might not even have been that late. It's seven thirty. Wow. So I'm like, oh man, am I gonna have to go back down there? You know, ring on Tyrone's door. He just grabs the handle, starts trying to pull Tyrone's door open. I'm like, oh fuck, man, this is this is not good. So I just stay. I stop where I'm at and I just look and I watch. And so I guess you know I'm probably about four or five houses down, looking back at the naked dude. Just thinking like, damn, you know, I'm gonna have to go down here and get this dude off Tyrone. I don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. on some shit. So Tyrone uh comes out his house and then walks he's like, Yo, come, I'll show you, I'll show you. Oh, what I'm also forgetting, like before when I didn't go in the dude's house, this dude walked out in the uh street and no, he got in his own car, butt naked in his driveway, mm-hmm. opened all the doors and started hitting the horn. As if he was trying to get somebody out of his house that wasn't even there. Like, it's, you know how you pull up next to somebody's house yeah. that you're picking up to go out with and you mm-hmm. hit the horn? Yeah. Like, oh, come on, come on, it's time to go. Right. He started doing that to his own house, to himself. It was bugged, bruh. Bruh, it was bugged out. So anyway, he's back at Tyrone's. I see Tyrone walk over there with him because Tyrone is just like, I don't know. He don't know because uh-huh. Tyrone didn't see me talking to him. Right. So Tyrone... Goes back to this dude's house, walks in to look around, you know, because I guess Tyrone's thinking, well, who's on you? You know what I'm saying? And and then uh, I just hear riffing, you know, barking, dude, barking. So I bike down there fast. Like, oh, I don't want to have to grab this naked motherfucking wrestle with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one wants to be wrestling with a naked motherfucker at 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, naked dudes be slippery as hell. You know, slippery ass naked motherfuckers. So I'm following this. I roll back and I roll up in the grass and, let, and I see Tyrone standing in the door. I say, Tyrone, you all right? He's like, oh, I'm good, Al. I'm good. I'm cool. You know, mm. but Tyrone don't know that what's going on, that I saw this crazy motherfucker first. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, man, you sure? Yeah, I'm good. I'm straight, man. I'm straight. So I leave, you know, come back about an hour later and I see Tyrone on his porch. He's like, good morning, Al. <laughs> <laughs> and we just start laughing. <laughs> So I bike up to Tyrone's house. I said, man, what the fuck was that this morning? He said, man, I was about to ask you the same thing. He said, that crazy motherfucker <laughs> came in my house. I said, are you on crack? <laughs> and he said, yeah, I am. Tyrone <laughs> said, 
yeah, I'm on. He, the dude admitted he was on crack. He called Ty Tyrone said he's up in there talking about, get him off of me. Something is on me. Something is, he was like, he said, man, ain't nothing on you, dude. Was just grabbing his butt, feeling like something happened to his booty or something. And, Ty, you know, so Tyrone goes to his apartment, you know, looks in. I guess, you know, nobody's in there. No one's in the house. You know, and Tyrone's like, look, you know, I don't know what to tell you, partner. You know, goes back and for the same thing I went through. But mm-hmm. Tyrone's like, I'm not going to look around your house. I'm stopping right here at the door. There's nobody here, bro. Right. You know, you, you need to chill the fuck out. So then Tyrone is just like, well, what do I do? <laughs> he said he was like, well, wait a minute. This dude, the person who owns the house actually lives down the street. So why don't I just take this butt naked motherfucker down there <laughs> to the to the owner of the house yes wow so tyrone said he basically you know when dude kept hopping his car like call the police call the police because he said the same thing dude was like call 911 call 911 <laughs> and we thinking that would be the worst thing that could happen right. to you we're not calling 911 yeah, then bro. you going downtown bro. yeah 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 have you seen how this works like crazy butt naked dudes get tased <laughs> shot the fuck up right you know what i'm saying you high on crack running around talking about grabbing your booty this is not gonna end well right. man if the cops show up so Tyrone said he just told dude to get in the car, <laughs> drove him literally 10 houses down the but street, naked. butt naked, <laughs> walked him up to the owner of the house's door and it was like, door. green is out here. I guess dude's name is green or some shit like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's knocking on the door. He's like, who's there? Uh, Tyrone. Uh, what's up, Tyrone? Oh, green is down here. He needs your help. You know, so she comes to the door and she sees this motherfucker and he's just butt ass naked. She opens the thing and Tyrone's like, here you go. You know? <laughs> Your boy is he's high on something. Get him. And he pushes Tyrone into her house. And he just gets leaves the car there and walks back down to his house. This shit is crazy, bro. This is an ultimate hood tale, man. This wow. is a hood shit. You should write a book about this. Oh, bro. It was the funniest shit, It'll man. It'll be a good skit. Bro, we was laughing the whole time, man. I was like, Tyrone, man. He said, what? I said, why is it dick so little? I was like, man, I don't know, man. I thought the same thing, man. <laughs> Dog, it was it was so little. He was like, "Damn, is, did she steal your dick? Is that what this is about? You get so high, you think your dick is gone." I, th- I think he was so high, he thought his dick had been stolen. That's why he was so mad. You know, grab like, get him off of me, get him off of me. Is something on me, Tyrone? Was <laughs> it nothing on you, family? Wow, no, never a dull moment, bro. That was my that shit made my day, man. I sure had a did. funny ass, weird ass Friday night. Uh huh. And I swear, like, I think I'd, I, was, I had problems with this girl I was trying to see, and that shit kind of fell apart. And I was like, damn. But then that shit happened, man. It just made my fucking weekend, man. I was like, this is the funniest fucking shit. That's great. Like, you can't even script this shit out. Nah, like, you can't. People would think this is some shit out of a movie. It's mm. not. It literally happened. Like, my neighbor's name is Tyrone. That's the ultimate, like, hood neighbor. <laughs> right. Tyrone's, like, took him right down the fucking street. Pushed him in the door. That's awesome. And we didn't see that go. dude the rest of the day, man. And the girl, ne- the girl never came back. Our th- our thought was that the girl was a prostitute or some shit, right? Or she gave him some drugs that was just fucked up, and then she just was like she just dipped, dipped. We, she was never to be seen again. So Tyrone didn't even know that the girl existed. Oh, okay. He was like, "Dude, he talking about she, her? There ain't no woman over there." I was like, "Oh, you missed the girl. There actually was a girl. She <laughs> left." But there's never no dude over there talking about get him off of me. Mm. It was like he was standing in the doorway, like he was boxing somebody out for a rebound, but he was butt ass naked. <laughs> talking about get him off of me, and I was confused as fuck. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's my weekend. Uh-huh. Super duty, tough work <laughs> right. in the building. Take a break. <laughs> 
Yeah. We are in the building. Always. You know, hope y'all are, uh, you know, enjoying. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we outside, we in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We outside in the the building, you know, enjoying the best of the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about just like goals, man. Like, what's your your number one goal for uh, 2017? Uh, My number one is to just be a better person, man. Mm. Just just get better. Be a better me. That's like number that. one. I like that. I just want to be a better me, man. I just want to improve. I like that. I wake up every that's like my daily goal. Yeah. But as a if it's daily, then it's right. It's annual as well. Yeah. Like I just want to do better in all aspects. That's so real. That's real. I like that. I like that. I didn't think I didn't think you were going there with it. Yeah. I mean that's first. That's <laughs> primary. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, I usually wake up like yes. How can you be more awesome? Man? Right, right, right. Good, yeah, that, I do that too. But, yeah, yeah. You know. No, you're saying it. That's it. Yeah, that's, I just want to continue, you yeah. know what I'm saying, to improve and just be better at everything that I do. You know, be a better husband, be a better father, mm. be a better provider, be a better MC, be a better producer, be a better, just better. 2017, man. Yeah, man. Just better. You're going to win. You're yeah, trying to get trying to win, man. I'm trying to win. <laughs> Fuck losing. Losers for the birds. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's so real. Yeah, I ain't trying to win. I ain't trying to struggle no more, man. I Not that, that I struggle now. Right. But I, I definitely, uh, you know, I feel that, man. I yeah. feel that, man. Hell I think yeah. everybody should have that. That should be everybody's daily affirmation. Just Number wake one. up. Like, how can I do better than I did yesterday? Number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a improvement mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to do that, man. So my number one thing this is what I want to do. And mine is more specific. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad you got all metaphysical and groovy and shit. You know, you my other two are more specific, <laughs> but that was primary, primary goal. My, my, what I want to do in 2017 is get some help to grow my business. OK, I've had help and I do have pieces in place here and there, mm-hmm. but I don't have like consistent help some of it is because of fuck it pride i'll do it right i don't feel like reaching out yeah some of it is just you know um not taking the time to build systems and become more organized mm-hmm. and when you don't build systems you don't become organized and sometimes you can just uh you know you get bogged down with a bunch of work so my goal this year is to either maybe get like an intern or multiple interns or something like mm-hmm. that and find a couple people who can kind of help me build, uh, continue to build what I'm doing now. Now, are you talking music or are you talking just period? Like with the real estate, with everything? Just music. Just, just music. music period. Yeah, because yeah. if I get the help in the music, then everything else will fall into place. Fall into place. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the the bread and butter. Right. Yeah. You know, like uh, the flagship. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the flagship joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's out there. It's doing its thing. So I need this one to keep rocking, but I want to grow it. And I'm mm-hmm. seeing some angles. And uh, so I just want to bring some help in, man. And, you know, I've seen some encouraging things, you know, like, you know, had uh, Jason uh, help me for a few years. And, uh, you know, he learned and I tell him, you know, and he's now got a job with, uh, you know, Icon, Mike mm-hmm. King with his marketing thing. And mm-hmm. he's starting to be he's starting to go where he wanted to go. Right. And a lot of that, you know, he told he called me the other day. and was like, yo, I just want to thank you for allowing me to, to learn from you mm-hmm. these years and allow me to just, you know, be like an intern and sponge up everything. Because now I'm taking that and I'm going here and I'm going here and going here and it's starting to pay off. So yeah. I'm going to try to do that this year. Yeah, that's dope, man. You know, it's awesome. Get some help. Uh, 
All right, all right, all right. So we back in the place. Um, when keeping it fake goes wrong. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to start out with uh, my man, Jeezy. Young Jeezy. <laughs> Young Jeezy. Straight from a trap. No doubt. Um, Jeezy's teeth fall out during concert. Word? <laughs> That's a great headline. It's like that, huh, Jeezy? All right, Jacksonville, Florida. Jeezy's teeth fell out of his mouth during a concert. <laughs> During a concert in Jacksonville, Florida, according to Love B. Scott. A photo of Jeezy reportedly without his teeth is below. Earlier this month, Jeezy cursed out a fan who touched him during a concert. Don't fucking touch me, Pastor Young. Pastor? Pastor Young said to a male fan at the time. He's a pastor now? I, I don't know. That's what it says. It says Pastor Young. Maybe that's his government name. Maybe so. his government. Um, the Georgia rapper released Church in the Street album. Oh, that's probably why they're calling him that. Um, <laughs> the Georgia rapper released his Church in the Street album in November uh, for additional Jeezy coverage. Blah, blah, blah. So, cat's teeth falling out. How does he not have real teeth? I mean, I hate to. That's the elephant in the room, right? Like, what happened <laughs> to Jeezy's teeth? He could. I mean, I know he got enough money to get some teeth. He's a millionaire. Yeah. Multi, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, teeth. <laughs> like, ain't that a basic necessity? Yeah, like to eat food. When you get rich, you get teeth. <laughs> if you don't have teeth, you buy. You teeth. get to, it's a, it's on your list of requirements. It's like get famous, get teeth fixed. That shit is right up there with like get your mama a house. Right. That's that's before get your it's mama get your mama a house. house. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. look, mama, I'm gonna get the house next month. Got to get my teeth right. How? Does Jeezy not have teeth? I'm just that's the I, it's I don't know. I'm not man. trying to be mean. To, it's just it's odd. not about being mean. He's it's not very even. Odd. He's probably 40 years old at the most. Yeah. How does a healthy uh, an, an apparent he appears to be very healthy 40 mm-hmm. year old man not have no teeth? teeth? I don't know, man. He got cars though. He got everything. He got jewels. I mean, is it a is it did the trap take his teeth under? <laughs> I don't know, man. Is it not gangster to pay for your teeth? Maybe not. I don't know. It might be like some code of the streets that we missing. Will hanging out with dope fiends make your teeth fall out? Is it it contagious? Because, you know, dope fiends, they don't have no teeth at the time. Contagious teeth. contagious? Rotting teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's contagious. Like you got the no teeth touch. Like the cootie touch. (laughs) Like you got cooties. Yeah, he he, he, (laughs) dope fiend touched him and his teeth fell out immediately. (laughs) Meth mouth Jeezy. <laughs> what happened? I don't know, man. I don't know. He should have. He should have waited on the house and got his teeth taken care of. Yeah, you know. I mean, things happen, man. It's just odd that, that someone at that level. Mm-hmm. And and how did I just? How do we just find this out right now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something special happened in Gainesville, Florida, where his his teeth fell out. He's been keeping know. his soul fake, it, fucking fake for a long time. Yeah, man, man smiling like crazy. Yeah, like and there's a picture a of him not having teeth. right? Oh yeah, there's a picture of him with no t- front teeth. Like That's it's crazy. really bad. It's not tight. Hey, Grandma Jeezy. <laughs> Grandma ain't put her dentures in before the concert. Hey, get them joints taken care of, my dude. <laughs> Take care of that. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me. I ain't got no teeth. <laughs> oh man, Jeezy. <laughs> oh man. That's super it's, old man shit. That's so bad. Yo, his teeth is in the cut backstage. He got Jelly. teeth. He forgot to put them in before the show. He forgot to put his teeth in. And he got mad like when your granddad, you know, forget to put his teeth in. <laughs> 
Where my teeth at? Who done put, I had them right here in the glass. Of, Talking with a lisp. Fix a dent. <laughs> my teeth is missing. My dentures. Jesus, teeth got. It was cheesy. You left them on the turntable. <laughs> oh, shit. Nigga, give me my teeth. <laughs> give me my teeth, fool. Let's spit these trap bars. <laughs> oh, man. Awful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeezy, he's a weird dude. I, you know, he's, he's, uh, yeah, we've talked about him before, I think, on a podcast. Yeah, I think we touched on Jeezy. Yeah, definitely. We didn't have a lot of positive things to say, but this yeah. is kind of funny. Yeah, this is really bad. Yeah. Jeezy's teeth fall out. Like, it didn't say they got knocked out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It says they fell out like mid bar. Right. <laughs> mid bar. His teeth just tumbled onto the. And I'm in the poop. Like that? Mid bar. I'm yeah. guessing so. I wish there there got to be a video of this. I pull my gun in a blast. <laughs> 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 What the hell happened to his teeth? Oh man, it's bad. And he taking up he got a picture up like like yeah. it's like it's like yeah. This is like a mystery now. There needs to be an expose on this. Yeah, on Jeezy's teeth. Yeah, yeah. How did Jeezy not have teeth and we not know? And who took Jeezy's teeth? Yeah, because he could have found fa- I mean he can get the teeth fixed. I mean somebody shit. got Jeezy's teeth. Somebody's got his teeth, man. What can you get for Jeezy teeth on eBay? I don't know. What can you fetch for them joints? I don't know, man. Patty cake, <laughs> patty cake. <laughs> all right, so the club, man, and all of its all of its beautiful glory. Yeah. All of its beautiful glory. In a club. So uh this first article we're gonna talk about is Mr. David Banner. Oh word. Mr. Revolutionary uh. himself. You know, God put the box? fist up. God box guy. God box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. David Banner was arrested in a bar altercation. Hmm. Oh man. All right. It seems like David Banner's words pack a mean punch. The black fist rapper was escorted out of a bar and lounge in Washington D.C. in handcuffs after he exchanged a couple of unkind words with the club bouncer. Damn. And the worst part is it was all called on video. Mm. <laughs> someone someone almost had to call world star but luckily luckily it didn't get too out of control it all started after someone in banner's crew got denied entry to dc's ozio restaurant and lounge earlier on june 12th according to tmz but banner didn't take the news very well and aggressively approached the bouncer quote i got you in word <laughs> I got you, nigga. I got you, nigga. I got you. You a sellout, nigga. You he a sellout because he wouldn't let his boy in the club. Really? I got money. He yelled ferociously. You ain't got money. Ferociously. David Banner. As he engaged in a standoff with the member of security. Black fist. I love black people though. He also allegedly threw money and credit cards during the exchange. Take this money. Black card, swipe it. Ooh, black card on your ass. Eat my cards is black. My credit card is black. Pro black. <laughs> Throwing money at black people. It ain't disrespectful though, cause I'm revolutionary. <laughs> right, fist up, black fist. With uh, when the responding officers arrived, Banner still didn't back down. I don't give a fuck about no police. Fuck and then he got up. and then he got arrested. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about hey. Because I'm a, 
hey, somebody call, uh, give me bail out, pick up them credit cards, and uh, <laughs> bail me out with that one right there. Get that black one back. Get that black one. Get back. I need out. that one. Uh, let's see what the precinct. Yeah. You know, so she was trying to bully you. Man. I know that feeling, man. My sister used to whip my ass. <laughs> They was five and seven years older than me, bro. Well, yeah. I used to catch it yeah. for a long time. Yeah. It took me till I was in like tenth grade for I was like Yeah, before you could do something. Yeah. Like, yeah, now what? Oh man, yeah, I got so stole on, socked in the face many times. That's man. funny. That's yeah. funny. Man, my oldest sister socked me once, man, over breakdancing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is like eighty six, you know, eighty seven. I was little. I remember it was right after I saw like, you know. Uh, what's the Herbie Hancock joint? Rocket. Oh, Rocket. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo. And then, you know, like you saw the New York break dancing mm. on the news. You're like, oh, right. I got to do that. So I got my cardboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had this big ass box. I put it, I would go out to the to the, to the the uh, driveway and I would just practice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was probably like seven, eight years old, man. That's great. And uh, I was like trying to get better. I wasn't that good. You All know right. what I mean? And so then I remember I would take my box and then I would fold it up and put it behind the couch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because my mom was like, put that, couch, put that damn box away. You know? Right. So one day we downstairs watching TV and my sister was like, yo, I'm tired of this box. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's out the way. Leave it alone. And she just reached over and just started ripping my box in half. Wow. So I jumped in to try to defend my box's <laughs> honor. And she just hit me with a right cross like, Wow, you got knocked out <laughs> over a cardboard box. I didn't even try to fight her back. I just like cried and walked away. Man. Oh, yeah. It was a wrap. I was too <laughs> little, man. <laughs> she just stole on me. I just tried to defend my boxes on her. It just, that wasn't my last day break dancing. I never broke dance again. Wow, she crushed your dreams. She crushed my dreams, man. <laughs> crushed your dreams. Break dancing. Killed them, man. Never oh, again. Sometimes man. it happens. Yeah, hip hop, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The best of, the man. The best of. The best of. I hope y'all are enjoying this episode, you know, of the best of Super Duty. Tough work. Yeah. Yeah, man. Year. I know, man. We I did know. like 40 something joints this yeah, year. Yeah, 40 something joints. Out of 52, that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, 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 man. And, uh, you know, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. And we just talking about, you know, 2015. 16 going into 2017 and the goals you know we just did one we about to hit hit another one what's your, what's your number two man uh to do more shows the tour you mm. know speaking engagements i got my first speaking engagement coming up i saw that march. on your facebook I yeah think you posted it. yeah in march where's I'm, it at i'm speaking at um it's called uh culture fest okay and it's going to be at uh here in, columbus. here in columbus at um the convention center um, I believe it's March 18th, and I'm okay. the headline speaker. What are you talking about? Are uh, you just you haven't decided yet? Well, nah. The um, the theme of the festival is um, solidarity. Okay. So that's gonna be my topic. Solidarity. Yeah, man. Come so, together, right, right now, over me. Doom, 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 doom. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. So you know, just trying to get out more. I actually, got my first show this coming weekend, this Saturday. Okay. In uh, Indianapolis. First first time first, in Indy? No, or first show, show this of 2017. Year. Yeah, okay. First yeah. show this year. I don't have nothing booked. Yeah, you don't have nothing booked. I'm still in I'm still on hiatus, <laughs> man. I'm on show hiatus right now, Word. man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Word. You know. Yeah, so I want to get in front of the people more, man, because I was I was kinda I only did maybe like five, six shows last year in okay. Cali. And that was, you know, that yeah. was it. I didn't do that many either. It makes yeah. you feeling better. I probably did about 11, 
12. Yeah. Which is low for me. Right. You know, but now that's dope. Yeah, just get out there more. Yeah, just get out there and the people, you know, shake hands, kiss babies. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting my number two. Let me see. Let me see. I got so many on here, man. I got so many. <laughs> let me see. My second goal is to get the Soul Position record out. That would be awesome. You know, like it's not that it's it's some super difficult task. Right. It's just you know when get you get it done. Yeah, get it get her done. Get her done. Get it out of my hands. Right. And then start getting the other parts together. You know, it's it's something because it could have been out, but then you know I decided to go back, re-record. Mm-hmm. The whole album. Yeah, I've been listening to the demos for like two years now. It feels like yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's been about that long where we had a solid thing, and then you know, as I took us some time away, I could be more objective about like, okay, let me improve this, let me improve that. And now I'm like, okay, I've changed some things. Like, okay, this is better. I'm Mm -hmm. glad I took my time, but you know, I wasn't operating with a rush when we started it. Neither of us were tripping like, oh, it's got to be out this year. So it took some of the pressure off, but at the same time. It needs to come out. Yeah, it does. I need to stop playing. It does. The shit needs to drop. Yes. yes. <laughs> so. Definitely needs to drop. Put it out. Put it out. Yes. Do it. Stop playing. Stop fucking playing stop around, playing man. playing around with the people. You ought to be earning a medal for this shit. <laughs> stop playing around stop and be a man. Around. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's number two. And we'll uh, get back to the, uh, the best know, of. Back to the best of. Work. Yeah, oh, where, where's, your, where's your car at? <laughs> Oh, is that is that Bruh. is that what it is? Yeah, it's like, like that. I, every time I pull up, I just see the van. I'm like, did he get rid of what the car? To Al's car, right? Does yeah. Al have a car? Or does he just roll like in Bruh. super van deep around the city? I used to have a car. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Let me I tell remember. you what happened to my car, man. This is a fucked up story. All right. But it's a funny story, so I'm gonna share it anyway. All right. Here's what's happened to Al's car. So. I used to have, you know, Oats Cutlass. You know, mm-hmm. it was my hoopty. I didn't have to drive a van that often. I went on tour and I had my friend Emily house sit. Hey, right. Emily, boom, want a house sit? Okay, cool, house sit. She worked at a car dealership about two miles from my house, mm-hmm. which is why it made sense for her to house sit. Right. It was right down the street from her job. Right. So she could come check out things, you know. Yes. Water the plants. Yeah. <laughs> feed, yeah. The, feed the animals. <laughs> yes. Perfect scenario right, for the right. kid. Sure, you can house sit. This is awesome. So um, I'm like, well, shit, you know, if I think she was having problems with her car or something at one point when I was mm-hmm. I said, well, if you're having problems with your car, you know, mine is there it's just sitting in the driveway. You work two miles away. I don't mind you driving it to work as long as, you know, you bring it back and you're if, if you're spending a night here. Right. It makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. Cool. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. On paper. So. I get back home. No, I get a text one day while I'm on the Respect the Architect tour. Like, hey, um, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to your car. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, what happened? She's like, well, I was driving it and the engine just started smoking and it went out and uh, your car is fucked up. Okay. I said, okay, well, she said, well, but don't worry. I'm going to handle it. You know, whatever you want to do, you want to get it fixed, we'll get it fixed. You know, we got a mechanic that works for the uh, the shop I work for, the sales, the lot I work at. Okay. Or, you know, if you want a new one, we can go to auction and get you something of equivalent price, whatever. Okay. Sounds good. I'm like, I'm on the road. I really don't want to deal with this shit. I'm like, hey, as long as you're going to handle it, it's whatever to me. Okay. You know, do something. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping because I trust that you'll do what grownups do, handle this shit. 
I get back home, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is done. You know what I'm saying? The car is was it's at this spot and this mechanic was tripping and that mechanic was tripping. But I end up so I, I called a mechanic. And he's like, Yeah, well what happened to your car is basically, you know, your uh I can't remember what he said happened. Something happened, he said, but you know, if she would have just stopped and pulled over right then when it was overheating, you would have been fine. Mm-hmm. He said, but you know, your engine was overheating, something was overheating, and she just kept driving it and driving it and driving it. And then your engine basically died. Yeah. She fried your engine on your car. Wow. And so I'm like, oh man, this this is awful, you know. So you need a new engine. Mm-hmm. Um But even then I'm like, okay. She's like, Well, you know, I got you. We went to the you know, so those in for the next two, three months, it became back and forth to the car lot that couldn't find nothing. We found something. We didn't. It, it, it wasn't any good. Uh, this mechanic is bullshitting. Da 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 da. All the while, I don't know where the fuck my car is, dog. I haven't seen you my haven't motherfucking seen your car? car. Wow. I ain't seen it. So you know, this shit goes on for a while. I'm like, yo, you know, it gets to the point. I'm like, look, you got to do something, or I'm just gonna have to handle this on some legal action. But you know, keep in mind, I had another fucking thing I was going on with uh, my rental property. You're right. So I'm already in the middle of a of, of a, a yeah. yeah. I'm I'm dropping too much coin on attorneys as it is. Right. I'm like, do I really want to pull up off of that to chase this bitch over a, my fucking whip? You know what right. I'm saying? And so I'm like, as soon as this court court case is done, which I will inevitably win because it was just a breach of contract from the lady who's renting the spot. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, as soon as you you know, as soon as I get done with that, I'm gonna shift over here and I'm gonna get this shit handled. So I come back and I'm like, all right, well, look, you know, let's handle this. She just disappears. Right. So I get back from she's like, I got you. I got you this month. I'm going to start making payments. I'm going to start coming over. I'm start giving you, you know, just more excuses, mm-hmm. excuses, excuses. You know, oh, I was sick. I was in the hospital. My girlfriend, my friend overdosed. Like she was hitting me with all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. I was just like, wow, what the fuck your friend overdosing got to do with my fucking car? Right. Right. That's you your know? life. Right. 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 So I'm like, all right. So. This last time I come home from tour, I got this fucking, uh, now, I don't know where my car is at. Still. Still. No, haven't been told nothing. How many months has this been? This has been a year. A year? You it's haven't been a seen your car? Year. I haven't seen my car. Wow. I get home. I see, I get a fucking, uh, a ticket. And it's like, your car was at, has been ticketed for expired tags. And it has an address of where the car is at. So I'm like, Yes, I know where my whip is at now. You know Uh what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go find my whip. I drive, and it's really down the way. It's like south near South High. The address was. So that's right down the way. Get in the car, start dipping around the hood. I get there, it's gone. I'm like, oh, they must have told my shit. Thought they told it. Yeah. Yeah. I call them and I say, hey man, you know, uh, I got a ticket for this car that I own for expired. Uh, tags and uh no no first yeah for expired uh tags and it was automated line I entered a, what mm-hmm. a license and they're like the fees for and it's automated say, the fees for the towing for your car are two thousand seven hundred and ninety nine dollars and fifty cents what so the car's been got towed a year ago <laughs> bro I don't even know I'm pissed. Cause I, it can't. That can't be like over an overnight, bro. I hit the brakes and I just peel out to her fucking car lot. I'm like, yo, I'm about to cut this broad the fuck out. <laughs> what? I'm I'm dipping across to the south side. I pull up in the fucking lot where this broad work. 
out of business. Wow. Going like some gypsies. Wow. You know, it was like snatch. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> you show up, you're like, that's oh, crazy. They got me out of business. Gone. That's crazy. Gone, bro. It's like some some sitcom shit. So then I'm like, well, what do I do? Because <laughs> right? you can't find her, right? Right. I can't find her. She ain't going to call me back or pick up the phone. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't have her fucking address. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, which is why I couldn't sue her because I didn't have an address. Wow. So, uh, which, you know, you can't serve somebody. You can't. Right. Uh, you know, you right. Got, yeah. So, uh, so finally I'm like, all right, well, I'm sitting in the parking lot. It's abandoned business that she used to work at. <laughs> Fuming. Right. This is crazy. All right. So then I'm like, okay, well, let me just go on out to the fucking lot. Let me go out to the impound and, and see what the fuck I can talk to. Maybe somebody will show me some love. I dip out there. You know, they used to be near downtown. They moved it. Now they uh, south off of 104, like south of the city now. Mm-hmm. Dipping in. I come in there and say, hey, man, here's my, my, my license plate number. I, you know, I called the line. They told me I owe fucking $3,000 for my car getting impounded for expired plates. Um, it wasn't even in my possession, you know, and uh, is there anything I can do? He was like, well, I got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> what you want first? <laughs> I say, well, you know, uh, <laughs> does that sound like it's going to end well? What's the good news? Right. He said, well, you don't have to pay the $2,700. I said, what's the bad news? He said, your car has been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> they cubed up my whip, man. They cubed it up. <laughs> it's gone. So that's what happened to my car, Joel. <laughs> I walked out of there. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I did not know whether to laugh oh. or fucking cry. I got some good news. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> All right, so we're going to start out with, it's mad lawsuits out here, so we I thought we'd you know, pick a few and talk about them. Um, yeah, long arm of the law everywhere. Yeah. So this one concerns Mr. Danny Brown. Um, mm. I don't know if any of you read the story, but um, <laughs> the, uh, tag, the title is uh, Danny Brown Thinks He Does Not Need to Give Photographers Credit. Um, and basically, I'll read the article. All right. It started innocently enough. Detroit rapper Danny Brown posted a picture to Instagram. The photo had been um, been captured by Howl and Echoes photographer Michelle Grace Hunter at his concert in Melbourne last week. Howl and Echoes have become increasingly vigilant about artists posting our photos without credit. Following a recent issue with ASAP Rocky, that just didn't post a, f- a photo without credit, but he actually used it to promote a new song and he didn't give him credit for the photo. Um, each time we find an uncredited photo, we either ask the artist, publicist or management to add it in. Or sometimes we go to the artist directly via social media. Nine out of 10 times the credit is added occasionally begrudgingly, um, usually apologetically, even ASAP's t- um even ASAP's team eventually apologized and added it in. Not Danny Brown. 
<laughs> this dude. Um, Hender started stated that this wasn't the first time Danny Brown had used one of her photos without credit, not willing to let it slide in. We decided to ask him directly. And this is from this is from some DMs. All right. So it says, yo, Danny, glad you love our photos. But can you please add the credit to the most recent photo on Instagram? It's only um, fair to note the photographer who took the photo, um, just as you would note the sample of a song. And this is Danny Brown's response. How about I just delete the how about I just delete them since you guys are so butthurt? Like yeah. that was, <laughs> the bars. Yeah, Danny. You fucking tell him. <laughs> Let him know. Them. Let him know. Tell him, Danny. All right. So he then bars. Um, he then immediately deleted the photo and unfollowed us and our photographer across all social media. Hell mediums. yeah, Danny Brown. <laughs> you let him know what the fuck time it is out here. Uh, he could have just said fuck no. Fuck them. <laughs> Hey, man, come go on. Ahead, go ahead. You got to give him credit, though. Keep, continue. Continue. Right. He could have just said no. And if it was a big deal, um, he could have said no if it was that big of a deal. The time it took to respond, delete the image, find and unfollow us on social media surely took far more fuck effort. You unfollow. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck this fuck crack you. house. You're cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, a few hours later, the topic was picking up some steam on Twitter. Then Danny posted the following note to all photographers, multiple exclamation points. If you want credit for your pictures, then don't take any of me. Yeah, I didn't ask you to tell them, Danny. Fuck out of here. Fuck them. <laughs> OK, really, really, really. Uh, Twitter has already gone off last night. Um, by the time I woke up this morning, it had already been picked up by at least one photography website, as well as a massive thread unfolding on Reddit. Fuck Danny Brown. We hate him. He's an asshole. Don't and it basically shows. And it basically just goes on. It's a longer article. And it basically just goes on about, you know, artists getting their credit for their work and Fuck Danny you Brown. Know, suing, suing people for not using um for for not giving them photographers unite against Danny Brown. <laughs> so so what do you think about this, man? <laughs> photographers unite. Don't shoot him anymore. <laughs> he doesn't deserve your skills. He won't even write the credit. Word. So we back. Uh. The best uh, of. Best of. You know Super we got dude. highlights already. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> One year in. It's crazy. Man, highlights. Joints. <laughs> joints. Classic routines. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Bangers. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, it's 2017. We welcome in y'all to 2017. We just talking about, you know, our plans, our goals, resolutions, if you will, whatever you call them. As Mm. long as you like put that shit into action, it's all good. Put it to work. Put it into action. Put it into action. You know, so what's your number three? What's your three? Number three is to release two records this year. Mm. Two records. Two joints. Okay. One of which is already pretty much done. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, because um, me and um, Lucid Optics, we just dropped the um, our EP, yeah. uh, Falling in the Winter, last year. Yeah. And our record is pretty much done already. Okay. You know, we're about 90% done with that. So, I want to drop that, and I want to drop my first self-produced record. Okay, later. so a Logic solo joint. Logic solo Late joint. Late 2017. Late 2017. I'm halfway done with it. Oh shit! You already did it. Yeah, I'm yeah, halfway yeah, done yeah, with it yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So you got that. It's gonna be a mixture of instrumental and vocal joints. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do that. I mean, it's not like you're like, yeah, I need it out spring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working. And you already pretty much done with the other joints. So yeah, you, that's doable. Yeah. The only thing that probably stopped you was like if you were to tour for a long time, spring. Right. Yeah. 
that could set you back. That could. Yeah. But that's doable. I like that. But I did um, purchase like a lot of my Christmas stuff that I got was so I could be mobile with recording and yep. you know production. So even if I do tour, as long as I you know find the time to maybe record a verse here and there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While I'm out, then. Yeah. You know, even if I do tour, it could still. You got to do beats too. Yeah, I got to do beats too. Now you got more responsibilities. Right, I got all the responsibilities. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, I've been I've been really plugging away at the beats and um, trying to. It's so hard when you're a producer to pick like what beats I want to try to sell, what beats I want to keep. Because telling me you like all of your shit, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, You make bangers and you're like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Should I? Well, you got to take some time with it though. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. can't. That's why you can't just make a beat. And say it's for sale, right? Or give it to someone. You gotta have it, sit on it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And so you ain't emotion. Make like ten more beats after it, right? So you really know that it's good, and then you can decide. Yeah, because if you go back and like, yeah, that's the one. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. It gotta hit me like, man, I better not let nobody hear this shit. <laughs> this shit is. Oh yeah, this is yeah. this song. If they rap, they not hearing it. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now that's dope. I got a similar mm-hmm. one for mine. Mine was to get out three, but. Two albums and my first movie. Ah, oh, word. That's my goal. Feel that. Three quarters. I want to smack people up three quarters out of the four quarters. I feel that. You know, if I, I feel if that. I can do that, like, you know, first film, soul position, and a, and a, and a solo record this year. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. I'm winning. Is it going to be the King No Crown joint? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm, yes. trying, I'm trying to get that out ASAP, you right. know, but yeah. I'm in the final stages. Okay. I'm I'm in the final, final stages of like getting it to where I'm like, okay, this is a, this is an edit. This one's going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, let me right. start showing this shit. But you know, it's like anything. It's, it's, it's longer. Yeah. If the first time you do it, it's difficult. Right. Of course. You know, it's like, um, cause you got the video thing down packed. Now it's like, you know, doing that a hundred times over. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Like right. that's basically what it is. You start with a small piece and then you just add more mm-hmm. more to it. So that's my goal, man. It's three projects this year. You want two. I want three. Yeah. Doable. Nice. It's right. Very doable. Completely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> very doable. So back to the best of word. Oh, we're fixing things, painting things. Right, you ain't find no um no F one fifties in your driveway. <laughs> nah, nothing like that. Not you know, not, nothing that that dope. You know, it's right. been hood stories. It's hood stories it's always all hood the time. Stories, yeah. You know, but no, nothing like a truck in my driveway. Yeah. yeah, almost gotten random beef the other day over. I don't even know what it was about in the hood. Not over here and oh. off of Parsons for what? So. I was <laughs> just random. Random, beef. bro. It was random. I was I was walk I went to get my AC fix. You know, I got the new hoopty. Right. So the only it's this place over there called Hand Auto on mm-hmm. Parsons that uh they do like the best AC work, period. Okay. They're specialists. That's all they really do. Oh, work. Air conditioning. Yeah. You know, and I've took in my vans there in the past and they just kill it. They're just super pro, super inexpensive. Mm-hmm. But it's in the hood. I need that done. You need guy. Hey, hand auto with some Parsons. All right. And so, uh, but you know, it's right where we saw those prostitutes at, though. <laughs> all the hoes. Yeah. <laughs> when we was out shooting the other day, and right. we were like, damn, what's up with all these hoes? <laughs> like, it was like six hoes in a three block period. They had every corner on Smash, right? Yeah, they was getting it in. So, this spot is right over there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't live over there. I live in the, you know, <laughs> right, my right, neighborhood right. is cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? That shit, I couldn't live over there. And so uh, I get there and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, we only take cash now for the deposit uh, to look at it. 
okay. thing. And I was like, shit. And he was like, well, you know, Kroger's like two blocks away. So you can walk down there if you want to go there or you can just, you know, dip, get the money, come back. I was like, you know what? I need to walk anyway. So I'm going to go walk to Kroger. Mm-hmm. It's two blocks up. So I start walking to Kroger. You know, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I look over my shoulder. I get to right to the intersection where Kroger is. And I just start hearing, hey, motherfucker. Talking yeah. to you? Dog, I was. Oh, confused. you didn't know. Okay. I didn't know at this time because uh, I'm just in my zone. It's it's early, bro. Right. It's like ten o'clock. Yeah, fresh air. Yeah, you know? I didn't even see no hookers out. I was like, oh, it's chill over here today. <laughs> right. You know, I, I look over my shoulder and I see this dude just walking towards me, barking like, "Hey, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, you you come around here with that shit." And I was like, "Yo," <laughs> he was really turning up on me. Wow. And I just was, but I was confused because you know when you. I'm from the hood, man. Like I don't, I don't look at people. My first thought was, who is he talking to? Right, of course. So I was definitely disoriented at first because you know you, you from a, you know your first your first question is just not like, why is he saying this to me? Mm-hmm. It's like motherfucker. Yeah, who the fuck you are think? You <laughs> <laughs> who is this you crazy lost your fucking mind? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but then I, you know, then like the instincts, hood instincts kick in, right. and I'm like, oh, I think he's talking to me. Okay. I was like, well, you know, let me just. Walk across this street, man, and get on in this Kroger. I got to walk past this fool anyway. I hope he's not out here when I go back because right. I don't really have a choice. Right, right. I have to walk past this right, spot. Right, <laughs> right. I got to confront the situation. Yeah, I got to confront this as yeah. a man. So I get in the Kroger. And I'm like, wow, it's too early for this, but I got to make sure. So what should I do? So I'm like, okay, well, I got this big giant key ring mm-hmm. and I can bust his face with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I get this if, big if giant, necessary. Yeah, round key ring. I was like, I can crack his face with that if he really say something crazy. <laughs> Come at me. But then I'm like, wow, I'm in a Kroger. They have knives here. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, so I'm like, all right, well. Plotting his demise. Yeah, I'm like, well, if it come down to it, I might have to stab this fool up. I don't know what the fuck's. Now that the super hood instinct right? is kicking in. <laughs> Yeah. Like just, I, I immediately reverted back from the refined, cool Al <laughs> right. that we all know. I'm like, I'm just stab a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I started walking down the, the kitchenware aisle in Kroger. <laughs> Looking for like a paring knife or this something that's like... Concealable? Yeah, it's concealable. Because I had on shorts, you know, a nail jacket, you know, a little tiny t-shirt. And I'm like, man, how can I get out of here with this joint and... You know, I don't want him saying it, but I, I got I got to protect myself. Right. You course, know, I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, being a black man is hard. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, do other people have to worry about this shit? That's Only in the fucking say. hood. Can you just be about your business, just chilling, right. and the motherfuckers start threatening you? Then next thing you know, you're like, I need to find a pairing knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, which is the cheapest joint? The biggest but cheapest for the bank, bang, right. most bang for the buck, you know? <laughs> you can really stab a motherfucker up with. So... This one joint is like five dollars. Like, let me just get this real quick. So I got the money out for my AC. Uh-huh. Then I went and copped the long ass knife. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. walk out Kroger. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, and I look crazy as hell because I'm taking the knife out of the plastic in front of Kroger <laughs> and putting it in my belt, you know, so that it's hidden, you know. Right. And uh, I'm like, all right, man. I hope you don't say that. Man. Right. If he if he if he start this shit again. Mm. I'm gonna put an end to it. It's not. He's not gonna be threatening me out here. I don't know this dude. He could have a gun. He could do whatever. Right, right, I don't, it's right. not my neighborhood. Right. I don't know it like that. And I know that it's it's a bad enough neighborhood where hookers be out in broad daylight. Yeah, word. I know that much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I grew up, you know, near that block, so I I know how it gets busy over there. Yeah. You know, so uh, 
So I'm like, all right, let me walk back. I turn the corner back on the Parsons from Kroger. I see this fool sitting on a stoop. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> waiting. Waiting. Uh, across the street. And I'm like, man, what do I do? Mm. You know? I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk past. You know? And if he say something, and if he try to turn up, and if he try to come over here. It's on. It's going to be bad for him. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be really bad. bad. Yeah. So I just walk. I was like, you know, I look over. He ain't say nothing. I keep walking. I look. I said, like, he going to say something. Cause at that point I was like, all yeah, right, like, I, say something. I wish a motherfucker would at this point. <laughs> fuck your. I was strapped. <laughs> yeah, fuck your punk ass hat. You know, I was ready. I was ready for the showdown. You know, three o'clock high in this bitch. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Whatever. You know. And then he didn't even say shit. You uh, know. So then I walked back down. I got about a block from the the, the auto shop, and then I just you know threw the knife away uh-huh. and went back and paid for my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I was just like, man, why it gotta be so hard being a black man out hey, here, man? man? It's difficult, man. Like, that's the shit no one even understands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, fuck racism. Right. I gotta worry about ignorant degenerates just threatening me for no goddamn reason. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah, I gotta start thinking about pairing knives when I'm going. Come on. <laughs> just out of the blue at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> like, get the most Running bang up for on my me, buck. yelling at me, man. That's just unacceptable, man. Yeah. Like, that shit doesn't happen where I live. Nah. Like, what, who the fuck does that? I don't know. That's some that's some stupid shit. Yeah, I would hate that stab motherfucker up. I mean, <laughs> that is so funny. I, I was not prepared to lose, man. I wasn't ready to take an L, bro. I'm not taking no L's out here. <laughs> what can I slice this motherfucker up? <laughs> but that, that's it. That's it this week, man. Nothing major. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Just awesome. good shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you go to the club with three hundred thousand dollars in jewels on, with no security? Man, let me tell you a funny story. This is why he went to the club with that chain. On, <laughs> okay, though. let's let's talk about it. My dude is a barber. Uh, he's got. He told me the story about you know we was talking about you know girls and shit that chicks like, and he was like, "Yo," he said, "Every week, this dude comes in here with the baddest chick every week, mm-hmm. and it's a different chick every week. This dude has on this big giant fucking chain." You know what I'm saying? Like a $5,000, $10,000 chain, mm-hmm. you know? But every week, dude comes in with a girl and then a different girl and a different girl. All banging. All banging. Mm-hmm. And he said, the dude is married. Mm-hmm. But, and all these girls know he married. Okay. And so, we always laugh about, you know, like, what does that mean for the average motherfucker who don't got a $5,000 chain around his neck? Think of all these dudes that these women are skipping over. Right. To so, fuck with this, you know, grimy motherfucker. Right. This but married he, dude. Yeah. Just because, basically because he got a chain and probably got a little bit of Yeah, dough. a little bit of bread. Yeah. Like what they're Nice doing. car. Right. So I say that to say this. <laughs> That's why he wore the fucking chain to the club. <laughs> Try to get the bitches. Yes. <laughs> That's why the ladies. Yes, it's so simple. Yeah. Man. Why do men do damn near anything? Yeah. Why do we do to get women's <laughs> Come attention? Come on now, let's keep it funky here. This is like this is this goes back to one of my theories about pants sagging. Yeah. If girls didn't fuck with dudes that sag their pants, dudes wouldn't sag their. Hell pants. no, they wouldn't. 
Hell no, they wouldn't. They Women would. ultimately control yes. the entire economy of sex. <laughs> they do. If sex was an economy where you have supply, demand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have these same market uh, dynamics that are playing every other fucking industry. Yes. Women ultimately control that industry. Yes. They are basically like Iraq. Iran, <laughs> Afghanistan, China. of this oil. Yeah, they have all the fucking pussy surplus, and it's up to them to give it out whenever they want. Yeah, to, how it's distributed to set the price per barrel. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best of, the best of super duty. Yeah, man, tough. Work. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Some cool shit, ain't it? You know, have something you've been a part of for this long. Yeah. You know, like be successful. You actually got a best of that people want to listen to. Yeah, I think this is going to be a hit. Yeah, I think I, it's going to be a I hit. I think that the new fans who hear this first are going to be like, oh shit. Oh, I got to go back. I've been missing out. <laughs> got to go back. Missing out. Yeah. So, yeah, what's your number? You got a four? Yeah, I got a four. All right. Uh, I want to, you know, really dive into the videography and photography. This mm-hmm. year. You know what I'm saying? I got I my camera. I told you. Yeah, I got I my camera you. now. I you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm trying to dive in. I already been like, you know, taking pictures of the kids and, mm. you know what I'm saying? Stuff getting just, just get some books. Around. Oh, I'm gonna get some books. You know, don't sleep on the technical shit. Oh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Cause woo, I gotta, photography I get, and videography is technical. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like when I, when I was first like trying to dive in, you know, a little bit. You know, and I was trying to do the production at the same time. I was like, I got to pick one because yes. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't because the photography is so technical. Yes. You know, production is a little more easier because I, I know music and I have yep. a good ear and all that stuff. So it's a little easier. That's why I chose that one to stay with right now. But yeah. photography is so technical. So much shit you got to learn about lenses and light and yep. this and that. And yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Deep, so, deep rabbit it's hole. It's deep. It's very deep. Yeah. Yeah. My book collection on that shit is deep i might have to hit you up hey i can recommend you some joints you get on what i'm saying yeah (laughs) i got some i got some bangers on the bookshelf word for you my number four this is number four right yeah okay my number four is and i and i tweeted this other day but i'm gonna say it for those who don't follow on twitter my number four is to call people more text people less i i agree with that you know I, i i really i really agree i get tired of texting oh i thought that and you know I'm text boy. Yeah, you're like, you're, you're a text. I, I've been texting since two way pages in 2001, <laughs> right. 2002. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a text master. Been on that. Right. I had a BlackBerry back when it was monochrome, fam. The first keyboard. Right. That's how long I've been texting, man. Mm-hmm. Like 2001. Mm-hmm. Since and I had the two way pages in 99, 98. I've been on it. Mm-hmm. I could probably text 50 words per minute. My text speed is like my typing speed, fam. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) But even I get out of control, man. And and now, lately, I just get tired of it. Like you're saying, you text people so much, sometimes you're like, look, can I just call you real quick? Right, because you you don't want to send them like this long ass, you know what I mean? Like, I got to talk to you about something. Let me hit you up. 10, 15 minutes. You You got a couple minutes? Yeah. Can you rap to me for a quick Megan? I promise, you know, and I just get in and get out. And then sometimes you have a you have a real conversation with somebody, you don't feel like you have to talk to them as much. Right. Like you gotta text somebody so much more to get to the same understanding as quickly. So I'm trying to call people more, t- text people less. I so feel that. 2007. I so feel that. My mom always like, you know I don't do the text stuff. You better just call me. Bro, my mom just learned how to text. That's crazy. She be hit me with text. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> what is this? Did you just send me a text and a picture? <laughs> 
It's hilarious. Stepping up. Yeah. Stepping up and she don't have a, 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 a smartphone. Oh. She doing it with the old school joints. Oh, so she, <laughs> she getting busy. Flip up joint. Yeah, she getting busy with the with the keypad. I'm like, damn, mom. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, man. I'll be shocked every time I get a text from her. But even she like, yeah, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to go the opposite way. I feel that. You know, and uh, just talk to people more. Man. I don't remember last time me and you talked on the phone. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we see each other once a week. At least. <laughs> yes. I mean? And never talk never on the phone. Never talk on the phone. Never. Yeah. Never. See, that if you listen to this, take our advice. Do yeah, it. Yeah, do it. You know? Word. Get back to the, uh, to the highlights. Best of. Yep. Word. That shit is not cool, man. Yeah. Now I was uh I was in the doing yard work last week. It was like what day was that? It got real cool last week. Oh, it was, it like was Thursday. I think it was because I think like, I left Friday. or I was outside. Yeah, like all day. Like we were sitting on the porch. Everybody like, cut their grass on the same day that day. because <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, I looked out. I was like, yo, they cut theirs. They cut like. All the houses next to mine all cut their grass that day. That's dope. I was like, okay, it must be nice out there. And I walked out like, yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. You never see that. Yeah. You know? So I went out there, man. I had an altercation with uh, some motherfucking wasp nest, man. had <laughs> an altercation with a wasp nest? <laughs> Bruh, it went down, man. I was, I was, this was on the perfect day. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, it's so beautiful out here. I went out there. I was cutting, uh, I cut the grass and, I cu- and then I cut my back. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm out to. Fucking goddamn it! Fucking gnats are fucking with me. <laughs> Did you get him? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I got him. Okay, so I went out there and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna cut my grass too." So after I cut the front, cut the back, and then uh, I came back and I was like, "All right, well, shit, it's so nice. I'm gonna just do some of this weed in there." You know, oh. like I need to get deep in these weeds. So I go, you know, I got that big basket in the front yard, right? Mm. So I start pulling because I've I haven't pulled nothing out of there in a year. Mm-hmm. Cause it's right. been too hot right. in 2016, so I start pulling stuff out. It's going great, throwing it in a bag. Boom, boom, boom. I get around to the front of it. I pull out. I got like two or three more weeds to go, and I just start feeling this funny ass feeling, man. I'm like shit on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit! I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? And I just feel like something crawling in my shirt, bro. I didn't know it, but I had basically stepped like right on top of their nest. Just oh, and they just flew up. Yeah, they was flying up. I had on shorts. I had on short leave shirt. Bruh, I got bit like boom right under the armpit. I, I couldn't see it. I didn't. I hadn't got stung by nothing since I've been a kid. Mm. So it was kind of foreign. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> what the fuck? What's that?" <laughs> Something pinched me. Yeah, yeah. You know, neighbors is all out. You know what I'm saying? So I know they was looking at me like I'm crazy. So I was just like, "Oh, what's that?" And then I feel it still crawling. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then I'm starting to get it. I back up, and I just see joints just coming at me like, like Damn. twenty, thirty fucking wasps. So I'm running now. I'm on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get bit on my arm again. Uh, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so then I was like, I gotta get out of here now. Uh, I'm taking losses out here. <laughs> I run for my front door. I get to the porch. I'm like, okay, I got I, I turn around like, okay, I know they behind me. Mm. I turn around, I get the door, and they're just swarming. One runs up, bites me on the face, bam, right on the cheek. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I, I, so I run in the house. I'm like, all right, let me get in. I, I open the screen door and I run in here in the kitchen. Uh, and then I, I knew something was up because when I, I look back and I was like, yo, these motherfuckers are behind me. Uh-huh. So I run in the kitchen and I take my shirt off. I like they got under here. I take my shirt off real fast and I throw it on the ground. And then like three or four just come out of my shirt like shoo. 
And then I look over my shoulder, it's like another three or four still coming at me that came in the door after me. So it's like eight or nine wasps chasing me through the crib, right? So <laughs> this is crazy. So I, I run in the hall and I go towards my room first. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, that's the furthest away. <laughs> Let mm -hmm. me just dart in there. So I dart in there first. And uh -huh. then like one comes in behind me. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I close the door because I want to let them all in there. All right. I close the door behind me and uh, I'm pissed. Cause I got bit on my face. Uh -huh. I got two big ass things on my arm and this dude is chasing me real angry. Like they was so angry. Like, you know, you can't, I mean, they're bugs, but you could just see the anger in their yeah, face. Cause like, you stepped on their house. I was like, yo, I didn't even know though, fam. Like <laughs> right? it wasn't delivery. You still, they don't know that you stepped on their house. Though. Yo, he, he, so he's in my room and he's chasing me in my room. So I find I swat him away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, uh, so then I, I, I left him in. I was like, let me get the fuck out of here and see if these other joints are still around. Mm -hmm. So I close the door behind me to lock him in. I see another one's in the hallway just waiting on me. So I run into the office. He chases me into the office. You, <laughs> you locked him in each room? Yeah, I had to do this for everyone. So I locked him in the room. I didn't have nothing to kill him with. I had uh -huh. no shirt on. I didn't have nothing. I was mad, disoriented. Mm -hmm. So I run out in the hallway again. And then there's two or three of them. They follow me. I run into the, the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I locked two or three in there. Came out in here. And then there was just two or three joints waiting in here. So I get the fly swatter, then I just start going to work, man. So I just start, <laughs> like, look, it's a, it's a war now. Now I'm mad. Because before I was just, like, surprised. Right. Like, man, that's not cool. Why y'all right. do me like that? I didn't mean y'all no harm. I didn't know y'all was there. By the time I got the fly swatter, I was like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about the payback now, you know? Thinking about revenge. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm wow. thinking about revenge. So I kill these two in here. Then I go back to the bedroom me and him was you know going at it then mm -hmm. i catch him catch him slip and kill him i had to go to each of these rooms and kill one or two wives in each of these rooms and trust me as soon as i walked in they didn't forget <laughs> they knew they was waiting on your ass yeah, yeah. i walked in i was like oh yeah coming right at me Dang. i was like this is insane i didn't know they was that sophisticated i thought that if you left where they were at they would leave you to find wasp are serious yeah, yeah and you know they can sting you multiple times without dying yeah wasp can yeah bees like they die after the first i didn't thing. know that so yeah. when the, when they, i got stung on the shirt i was like okay well at least they're gonna be dead when i take off my shirt nah nah wasp don't work that way oh man they flew right up out of there and continued chasing me man that's why in my own crib yeah i was mad man face was swollen you know what i'm saying my cheek was all swollen arm was fucking swollen and shit i was just mad about that man mm. so that night man i was like you know what y'all won a battle but y'all not gonna win this war, man. Yeah. So I went back out there, man. I got the bucket. I put like bleach in it. I put like uh, you know, soapy water in it. Mm -hmm. I put antifreeze in it. Big ass hot bucket of water. I did a drive by on a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I did like three drive bys. Like yeah, yeah, mother. They ain't know he was coming back like that. Right. Blasted. It was like minutes to society <laughs> when old dog was like, damn. Right. Punk ass Chauncey now came back. Right. <laughs> At the end of the movie, and everybody's running in slow mo. Yeah. Like, we ain't know he's coming back like that. Blasting. So, yeah, I did that. And then I got the hose. And then while they were trying to go in the entrance, I just was just kicking their ass with the hose, just firing them. Just, <laughs> just full throttle with the hose, blasting them. Then I flooded their shit out from the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that soil. I ran like about a foot of water in there just to really just ruin their life. It was like, yo. <laughs> 
we're gonna pick this up next week when I get back from out of town. But y'all lost this right. one, man. Yeah, it's over. It's they was out there all night, just disoriented, didn't know what to do. I just like I'm coming back for y'all. This is just round one. Right. That that brings me to something. Um, I don't know if you saw the video where Ti was on um, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and um, Trevor Noah asked him. I heard about it. Yeah. He asked him about, you know, what do you say? He asked T.I. this. What do you say to people who say, you know, with he was talking about T.I.'s new image, you yeah. know, with all the positive quote unquote stuff. He was like, you know, what do you say about to people who, you know, hear you say, you know, Black Lives Matter, hear rappers say Black Lives Matter, this and that. But then they listen to their music and, you know, then it's talking about violence and this and that. And um, T.I.'s response was and this is what everybody's applauding. Yeah. Um, T.I.'s response was that, you know, as the birth of hip hop was created out of people talking about the environment that is around them, which is true. And but what T.I. said, so he said, so if you want the content of the music to change, you need to change the environment by in which we live. Yeah. Now, this is this. I heard it, you say that. And I, I, yeah. I was going to write a Facebook post about that. At yeah. And, and I, I've seen many people post it and like, oh, T.I., you know, this is a great comment yeah. and all this. And no. I'm like, I think it's a cop out oh, because good. then you're looking too many of us too many times. We look to the outside to change our environment. Yeah. We create our environment. Yeah, there's systemic issues. Yeah, there's shit that was put in motion way back in the day that yeah. might have contributed to a lot of the shit that's wrong in our communities. But yeah. what's going on now? What are you doing to change your own environment? And why aren't you writing more positive songs to reflect the positive that's going on in your community as opposed to highlighting the negative? It's just yeah. like you're talking about they're they're making it a commodity yeah. they're profiting off of the misfortune of the african-american community that they live in that they choose to continue to fuck up yeah yeah no i agree 100 percent. like I, I i can i got i got some ether for for him on this one <laughs> i can i can go See, i thought real, about right i can too. go real deep on this topic yeah. on his response and i'll try to summarize it without going too deep mm -hmm. um about about his response his response which is the typical response of rappers is it's not us it's the environment right the environment is the reason that we write the songs we do and that we talk about what we talk about so if you just change the environment then we'll change what we talk about there's two big problems with that the first big problem is that evidence has shown that when you change the environment these rappers are in, they continue to write about the same things. Correct. T.I., for example, you can go down a list. None of these platinum gold rappers are still living in the same quote unquote environment mm -hmm. that they were when they started their careers, right. when they didn't have any money, when they were the stuff they're writing about now is from an environment in which they do not live. Correct. The question becomes. Why would they write these songs if they truly believe that if you change the environment, we'll change what we write about? Mm -hmm. Isn't that a bit of a, 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 a is, he, is he lying? Is that disingenuous? I think so. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think that that's the first reason why this is bullshit. I'll give you a second reason <laughs> why this is bullshit. And I was going to write I was going to write this mm -hmm. down on Facebook. I was going to talk about this. The second reason why it's bullshit is that what is people tend to look at environments as if they are a reflection of um, 
you know, some outside force. Right. Which is often the case. Mm -hmm. However, look at it this way. Chinese people move to America and they, whether they move to New York, San Francisco, Chicago, they build an area that looks just like China (laughs) and it's called Chinatown. Mm hmm. Inside Chinatown, it holds the, the customs, the principles, the values, the culture, the, the religious beliefs, the naming conventions, everything. It's a reflection not of what was there before they arrived, but of the culture that they celebrate and mm-hmm. uphold. That means to me that the environment didn't cause them to build Chinatown. Their culture calls them to shape environment correct so environment is not uh the producer of culture the environment is a byproduct of culture you feel me yeah so you apply that to what ti is talking about Mm -hmm. and it's easy to say that the environment that these people are using as an excuse is not a byproduct of you know, outside forces so much as it's a byproduct of the collective consciousness and values and culture of the people who live inside of that environment. Yeah. If violence and crime and and lack of value for black lives is a part of the culture, then that's what's going to be reflected in the environment. Right. If people don't value their environment, then there will be trash in their environment. This is not a but no one came to your thing and said throw trash down here. Mm-hmm. But you'll see that if there's no trash on the ground and you have to assume that the people who live there value a clean neighborhood. Right. Right. So I, that's reason number two. It's bullshit. You know, it, 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 it's so much of it doesn't add up. And it comes off like these guys are trying to absolve themselves of responsibility. Yeah, that's what it is. man. And in the way that they say, well, change the environment will change who are you telling to change the environment ti mm-hmm. are you saying you you want white people to come change your environment all right you want you want the government to come change your environment I'm always looking to the outside yeah who are you putting responsibility on ti because last i checked you left that environment and we're still talking about the same shit mm-hmm. environment is a product byproduct of culture that's clearly evidenced by other cultures and number three you're saying like you expect someone else to come do it for you mm-hmm. thus absolving yourself of any type of responsibility yeah it's ridiculous it's goddamn ridiculous mm-hmm. and guys like him are let off the hook by the media all the goddamn time yeah. it pisses me off sometimes that people that still let rappers slide with this environment thing especially millionaire rappers yeah like no not you ti mm-hmm. maybe a rapper who still lives in that environment right then that's understandable because as a rapper i mean as a rapper i write about what i know yeah you know what i'm saying i write i write about my environment i really do i mean if you listen to my music i talk about my kids yeah. I talk about my wife <laughs> yeah i talk about paying bills yeah I talk about working i talk about music you know what i'm saying because that's what i know that's what i live i talk about my parents I talk about my family you know so it's understandable that a kid that is a drug dealer and is in the hood and is in gangs and all that stuff that's if that's what they know and that's what they grew up that's all they know to talk about so 
I can't really blame them for that. But once they get out of that environment, right. then what's your excuse? Thank you. I've never understood why rappers continue to perpetuate these ideals of slanging, of all this stuff, when they are no longer in that life. You know, which is one thing about, like, if you listen to Snoop's music, Snoop's music actually did change. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was I, all party and fun yeah. after he really wasn't in the hood no more. Yeah. He barely talks about cripping, any of that stuff that he was talking about earlier on in his career because yeah. his environment is different, you know, and he actually is a reflection of that that idea that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, cats like that come up in the, you know, T.I. and the trap and all that stuff. They continue to perpetuate those ideas. So you can't use this as an excuse. And all of the media has been all the articles that I've seen about it. Oh, T.I. with his mic drop and all this. He didn't drop. It's like this bullshit. They let him off the hook. Let him off the hook. I'd have gave him that work. If he had said that in front of me, (laughs) he would have got that work. Yeah. I I wouldn't have let him get away with that, man. And it's. uh, Yeah, it's deep, man. It's deep. And we got we have to think about that, man. We have to think about like. To what do we owe our our surroundings? Mm-hmm. What shapes how we conduct ourselves in a certain setting? You know, another thing I would add on to why his his thing is bullshit is because if we are products of our environment and we have no control, as Ti is con- is saying, and when you change the environment, you change us. How do you then explain gentrification? Right. How do you then explain a group of people? Who does not live in that environment buying property in that environment and then all of a sudden that environment looks different mm-hmm. what did those people why did that environment not stay the same when people came into it all right it, it changed because people with different values and a different culture came into that environment and molded the environment to shape their values and culture Mm-hmm. Their environment was: we're gonna remodel houses, we're gonna clean this up, we're gonna fix up, we're gonna stop all this crime, we're gonna build businesses, mm-hmm. we're gonna create jobs, we're gonna put in entertainment and things in this community that are not there. We're gonna get all this trash off the fucking ground, mm-hmm. whatever it is. We're gonna have more police presence. These are the things that they value culturally. Mm-hmm that are shaping the environment and then when that area is gentrified it looks different and it feels different feels different yeah the people there are different thank you mm-hmm. and and those who, who who make it through it who were there at the beginning end, know that that community changed mm-hmm. for the better yep. simply be, by putting in more people who cared about the environment it's not about fucking blaming it on oh it looks like this so you know no nah, what are your values you know what i mean Everybody who buys a fucking hoopty doesn't treat it like shit. Right. You know, you buy a hoopty and if it's your first car and you saved up every dime for that fucking car and you work for months, you're going to treat it like a brand new fucking Cadillac. Yeah, sure. But if you were given to it and you don't give a fuck and you didn't spend or sacrifice for it and you just take it for granted and, you, and no one has instilled the proper values in you that will make you take care of it. It's just going to be a fucking piece of shit car. Mm hmm. And, and that's what we have to look at, man. What is the culture? All of this shit is is ignoring culture. Mm-hmm. Fuck the environment. Fuck all this other shit. Your culture protects you. Or it kills you. Yeah. One or the other. And those who lack culture 
will ultimately be made extinct by those who do not. Mm -hmm. And we have to start having conversations about culture. Them boys. Back on the block. The most infamous. You know, we got curtains and everything on y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know, trustworthy. I hope y'all, hope y'all enjoying the best of, man. Yeah, 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 Some yeah. Some classic joints. And spread the word, you know, spread the word about Super Duty. What's your what's your what's your favorite that you can think of off the top? Like your favorite um, good news and bad news. Good news and bad news. <laughs> that is mine too. They cubed up my whip. Yeah. <laughs> That has to be the funniest shit. Oh man, that that is my that's my top. That's number one. That is my number one. Got some good news and yeah. some bad news. Yeah, that's that's one where I've literally listened to it like dozens of yeah, times, too. and it's, it's always funny, man. Yeah, laugh every time because you know what's coming. Yeah, I laugh even before the the punchline. Hilarious, hilarious. So funny. <laughs> that shit will just have people in tears, man. It's so fucking funny. I've got so many calls and texts from people like, bruh. <laughs> so funny. This shit is wild. I'm over here crying. Yeah. Tears laughing. That shit's story. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my number one. Yeah, man. That is my number one. And the Kanye episode was funny too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Kanye episode. So number five, he's the last one, right? Yeah, number five. Uh, you go ahead first. But five. What's your fifth goal for two thousand? <laughs> And one seven. <laughs> Two thousand and one seven. And one seven. Where it is Oh shit, did I delete it? Uh, I, I deleted it by You deleted accident. your joint? I deleted my joint. Damn. By accident. Sheesh. But um oh, I know what it is now. Um to support the local scene more. Yeah, that's a good one. To get out, you get know out more. get out to shows. Yep. Get out to the open mics. Yeah. You know, like stop being a freaking hermit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's real. That's really real. get out and support, you know, the because it's a lot of it's some dope MCs and some dope shows yeah. that goes on here. You know, yeah. the poetry scene, the R and B scene is popping. Yeah. You know, it's some it's some really good hip hop shows that be going on. Yeah. And I sit my ass at home or I'm at work. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So I want to do that more. I want to get out more and, you know, be be visual. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. I like that, brother. I gotta do. I mean, you know, I, I did quite a bit of it last year. Mm -hmm. Not in terms of the the hip hop scene, but I definitely explored like the R and B scene mm -hmm. and that whole scene quite a bit, and uh, learned a lot. Saw a lot of really dope shows that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. Right. And uh, so yeah, you you're 100 right, man. I like that one. Yeah. My number five, and this kind of goes as number four, and it is to talk less and listen more. That's always good. You know, every year I try, but I still talk too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah I talk too fucking much. I, I gotta, I gotta stop talking so much sometimes and just listen. Yeah, listen. You know, and I, and I feel like this last year I listened more than ever, mm -hmm. and I think it it just is a sign of you know maybe maturity or really understanding that like you don't know it all, right? And you're gonna hang out, and, and in fact. Admitting that you don't know it all is a catalyst for growth. Right. And so now I don't see admitting that I don't know it all as a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, you got to admit you don't. If you think you know it all, you'll never pick up a book. You'll never listen to someone talk. Right. You'll never seek information or understanding beyond what you have. Right and you'll now. never get better. Exactly. You'll never improve. Never. So 2017, listen more, talk 
less. I feel that. I like that one. You know, so I like that. Yeah, so that's that's it for us, man. This week, man. Yeah, word. This, I mean, the talking segments with us. This is the short yeah, part. This is yeah. I hope y'all enjoy the highlights. Word up. You know, because the most infamous will be back on that ass next Thursday. <laughs> right. With, with fresh, doing what we do. Doing what we do. Hot topics, <laughs> bullet points, and such. Right. You get laced up. Right. Right. Brat. 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 Right. <laughs> Oh, and a bonus one. I want to read more this year. Yes, I like that. Say that again for the people in the back. I want to read more this year. I already uh, got a couple books that I'm working on now, so uh, I want to read more, man. You got to, man. Learn, learn. Uh, man, if you see my stacks in the crib, you, you already know. I got a stack of business books I'm working on now. Okay. It's like every year I'll make like a um like a curriculum mm-hmm. for a topic. Mm-hmm. So this about three months ago, I started collecting books for my like entrepreneurial uh curriculum so i would go on amazon read the reviews look at all the different areas within that and then try to seek out the best books within that and uh and i just sit them on a stack so i never forget Mm -hmm. i don't put them on a shelf and i just sit every time i'm off okay bam and try to read you know a chapter or two every day from each one to work my way through five six books and every year that shit just gets you hype so yeah yeah i'm getting in i'm I'm doing that Yeah. yeah hey as they say, readers lead and leaders read. This is true. You know. Word. Word up. <laughs> About to lead. I'm leading this year, son. <laughs> if you reading, then you leading, partner. You know. Word up. Word up. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?